Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Dangerous World Podcast. It feels like it's been a minute. Every time that I come back in here, it feels like it's been too long. And, uh, you know, we're trying to work on that. I actually listened to something the other day, and it, it made me want to try to change the way that I'm podcasting. Um. You know, I do this conspiracy theater 3000 with, uh, you know, our good ginger friends, Drew, way down under, and also Bob, you know, moral Bob, uh, you know, space is fake and gay, all these different things that he has. He's got like 30 different fucking pages, so no one really knows where to actually find him, but I do, and I know that, um, you know, we're, we're, we're having these fun different things that we do, and it's like, it's all good and fun, but... I've been fucking really, really interested in the way that old shows are doing things, old shows that I used to like, right? You know, I think it's no secret that people got into conspiracy podcasting. Most of these people did this through like the tinfoil hat shit, right? Sam Tripoli's work. Everyone used to like that stuff, man. But it seems like these shows started selling out and they started playing too many ads. They started doing, you know, ads in the middle of ads. And it just got to the point where it was like, holy shit. It's like, everyone is fucking like they're doing too much. There's not enough content. There's a lot of being sold to we're getting sold to 24 seven. I'm considering changing my entire, uh, you know, way that I go about these things. And it's funny because there's a lot of people out there that have started, you know, getting behind ads that said they would never have ads in their shows. And that's when you know that maybe things need to change a little bit. I think maybe some people need to have actual jobs and maybe need they maybe they need to work a little harder. You know what I mean? Maybe they need to work a little harder and actually fucking like, you know, pay their bills with their day job and contribute to society and then on the side they can do this stuff. That's what this was always meant to be. It's a side hustle in podcasting, right? So I've got on a good friend of mine. He graduated Harvard, summa cum laude. He did uh, seven tours of Italy at Olive Garden. He's done uh, a few different tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. And he was also in the Vietnam War and also the Revolutionary War. He's a very interesting character. He's done a lot. He's done a lot. And I don't know how we got him on this show, but he's here with us. And I want you to introduce yourself, sir. 
Well, thank you for having me, and it's been a pleasure and honor that you've reached out, and I, I just can't, I, I can't even keep up the accent. But yes, it's your good buddy, Ghost, and uh, yes, I've, I've done tours everywhere. I mean, hell, I've even done tours in places that don't even exist, so. The tour of Italy is the most impressive thing. It is. When you can, when you can tackle a few tours of Italy, it's nice. Free croutons, all you can eat bread and salad, I mean, come on. What is the tour of Italy? It's the lasagna, it's the fettuccine, and I think it is spaghetti as well. I think. Even though fettuccine is not really a traditional uh, Italian dish. You're going to say Irish. I almost did say. the cover. <laughs> I almost did. But yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, do, you, do you see what I'm saying here? Like, so let, let me tell you this. You know, I, I hadn't brought this up to you yet, but, you know, I, I uh, yesterday... Yesterday being December 29th, I was supposed to do an episode on that uh, very popular movie, Leave the World Behind, with um, Bob and with Drew, right? We do this Conspiracy Theater 3000 thing. Been very, you know, happy to be a part of that fun show. It's a super fun show, you know, talking about movies, dissecting all the different words and the names and, uh, you know, all the different symbolism that's within these different things. And, um, you know, we, we didn't get to do it yesterday, but I was, I was trying to watch something and, you know, uh, Illuminati watcher. I forget the Isaac Weishaupt. I forget his actual show. Do you know his show? Do you remember his show? I know you know who he is. I do. He's a big player. Yeah. He, he, he's, uh, air force vet. Um, it's, uh, cult something cult breakdown. I forget. Yeah. I I used to listen to it back in the day. Um, I, not so much anymore. But he's a very smart guy. Very right? smart. But man, it was such a turnoff. I hadn't listened to him in two years, three years, and I, I was just trying to like sharpen up on like the things that I'd seen. And I was like, oh shit, this dude that I used to really like listening to, um, you know, he's supposedly you know pretty fairly well off. I'm not saying he's wealthy. And I'm not trying to put words in the dude's mouth or anything, but I hadn't listened to him in a long time. And last time I was listening to him, he's just going through and he's just banging out content and doing a cool job and making podcasting cool. And it's like, oh, dude, yeah, like this is this information. This is, you know, I've got these books out and you can check this out. And he opens his fucking episode up about, I mean, it was 15 minutes of plugging his Patreon. And I'm like, dude, like, what are we doing here? I haven't heard you in a long time, and now I'm hearing you plug your Patreon for a long time. Too long. Too long. For somebody that has supposedly like high-selling books and very good at what they do and all this bullshit. And it makes you think that like these guys really kind of suck at what they do, and they just kind of are out there to push a message out, right? I'm not saying he's like part of the Illuminati. I'm just saying that like it it really like whatever the opposite of romanticizing is right it, it's like what he is doing him so many other shows out there there's a lot of shows that have they, they said oh no they were talking against patreon people uh people that had you know they were monetizing their shows no, and, the, and putting uh content behind paywalls and all this shit the good old days and then they have them now mm. right they have patreon because they want i mean everyone wants to fucking monetize their time it makes sense right but when everyone starts doing this i get to a point where i'm like man it'd be refreshing to not hear that anymore 
So I'm thinking about doing that in 2024. I'm going to keep the Patreon. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to get rid of it because, I, you know, if anyone wants to pay for my content, that's cool. But goddamn, it was a big, big turnoff. And I just turned the episode off. Five minutes in, I turned this dude's episode off. And I was excited to hear about it. He was suppo- he was uh, talking about leave the world behind. I couldn't hear it, man. After fucking 10 minutes, I'm like, no, man, I can't do it. So I think that, you know, it, I, I think that this is going to get back to a point where it's just almost like cable, cable mm-hmm. TV, uh, free radio, all these different things where if people have these platforms that are interesting, they'll find ways to make it good the the market has gotten oversaturated yes right i don't know what you think about that obviously we're not talking about that in this episode we're going to get into some pretty interesting medical shit but what do you think about that stuff that i'm talking about there i i agree with you uh i think i want to cut back on on as many ads as, as i put in there um obviously it does generate a little bit of money and what have you and it's good focus on the patreon um all right are we talking about some of the old players that we used to like really call out and gunsling like the OK Corral back back, you know, maybe about a year ago uh, now have Patreons and, and, and shit like that? And if that's the case, well, then you you already know where I stand or, or where Ryan stands. Now, I, I will say there there are other shows out there. There's one that I used to really like as well, and that's macro aggressions. I can't listen to it anymore. It's either A, it's way too doom and gloom, it's end of the world all the time, and he's another one. For 15 minutes, he's promoting himself, all his advertisers, all his sponsors, this, that, and the third, and then you get 40, 40 maybe 45 minutes of content. And it's like, come on, dude. Right. Like, People are tuning in for your content because they, they like it. Don't, don't jib them because like when I do an intro for, for my show, dude, I feel bad. If I, if I do like a five minute intro, just doing some of the housekeeping and, and talking up front, it's like, they're not tuning in for this. You know, I want to keep it short, sweet, boom, you know where to follow, go there. If you don't, you don't, boom, here's the content. This is what you're tuning in for. Right. And that's the thing, man. It's like, um, again, not to talk, I, I, I hate to be the guy that talks shit and, and we're going to get into the content right after this, but you know you're mentioning charlie robinson like supposedly he's like a a successful real estate agent but then he's got to plug his fucking shit for so long and then like you know this other dude isaac's like a you know successful author it's whack man like if if you got if you got these other things going why do you got to plug this stuff for so much it should be just something that's fun to get people to pay um for what they think the show's worth instead of being like oh this is you know I, and I'm, I've been guilty of it, man. Like I, I put a bunch of shit behind a paywall, but like I said, I think that I want to change that because when everyone starts zigging, I think that I like to zag and this is what I'm going to try and do. I think in 2024, um, this is, you know, I think this is going to be the last episode of the year here. Mm-hmm. And I found some pretty interesting shit, man. Now with that said, plug your Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. Don't plug your Patreon. <laughs> you- um, <laughs> You're about to, huh? No, I was I was going to do something off the wall. But no. <laughs> no, man. I mean, it was just, it was kind of an eye opener when I saw that yeah. after not listening to someone for two years and how, like just hearing how different the show structure is, um, man, it's, it's sad. It's like, yeah, everyone's sold out. And I think that's that, that might've been what the goal of getting everyone to podcast was, mm-hmm. um, 
Maybe. Like I said, I, I'm guilty of it, man. I, I got a lot of people into podcasting, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you should all monetize. But at a certain point, you are selling out. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's pretty fucking lame. Um, I mean, you brought your boy up. sitting here. You brought me up. I mean, it's 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 no secret. I We've talked about it many a times. Um, but I'm now that you're bringing this up, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe Adam Curry has it right with the value for value kind of stuff. Now, granted, you listen to their show the last half hour to 45 minutes, I get where they're coming from. You know, they're plugging all everybody that donates at a certain monetary value. They have, you know, IDBM credits and, and what have you. And, you know, people get their shout out. That That's cool. You know, any listener would like that. But I'm kind of thinking I, they might be right. It seems like he's kind of ahead of the curve when it comes to content creation and just thinking outside the box and and you know you, you know we might be thinking you know, we're sitting here in the year 2023 at the end of it basically 2024 a lot of us might think that we think in like 2027 2028 adam curry seems to be thinking in like 2040 and shit like that you know he, he's very far ahead of the curve yeah so yeah man um I don't know, but, but let's get into the content that I wanted to talk about here. Let's do I don't it. want to just sit here and talk shit, but yeah, man, it's just hilarious to me seeing people that were like, oh man, people with Patreons, and I've, I've seen some of these people get Patreons and, and plug their cash app and things like that, and that's what's happened over the last two years. I've been doing this show for about four years now. Man, a lot of you guys sold out. A lot of you guys sold out that didn't say that you were going to sell out, and I think that it's shameful. And you should really be ashamed of yourself for selling out after saying that what I was doing and what Ghost was doing and people like Matt from The Great Deception and and all kinds of other people saying that what we were doing was fucked up. Mm -hmm. Charging for content? (laughs) Fuck you. Now I'm going to go the other way and everyone else is going to start following that too. Not because I'm a fucking trendsetter or anything, but it's because like, it goes it's a pendulum you know what i mean it goes one way and then it swings back the other so absolutely yeah man uh that that's where i'm at i think that you know like i said i'll still hold the patreon and all this shit but god damn man a a lot there's a lot of eggs on a lot of fucking betas faces for being like i'll never have a patreon and then they got a patreon now it's just hilarious to me and and we, we love to bash on betas especially on cunt I love it. I mean, yeah. I, I and I, I love people when they when they fucking just like completely go the other way and they're like, oh no, I, I would never do that, and then they fucking do it. I will always call them out, and it's uh, it's funny to me. But I found some interesting stuff, man. I, I mentioned this to you earlier. Obviously, you know the people that are that are tuning into the episode, they know what we're talking about here. It's in the title, but there's this whole thing that this dude john sent me on instagram and i don't want to give his last name i don't want to give his handle he didn't say that i should or anything i didn't talk to him since he sent me this he actually sent me this information a long time ago and it went to my like hidden requests you know i don't know if you see that on instagram where you have like your regular inbox and then like the hidden inbox um just saw this last night and i thought it was very very interesting these things these horseshoe crabs okay are you familiar with what is going on with the horseshoe crabs and the entire like way that they tie into vaccines um potentially what their blood can hold and all these other things that's my first question to you uh to answer honestly and when we were talking on the phone earlier i know a little 
I don't know a lot, but I know a little because I've, I've heard this conversation, um, especially right when um, the pandemic was coming out and we, we all know what happened and, you know, the, the, the pokey pokes and what have you. And I brought up something um, about a certain bloodline that matches and it, it, it's weird in there, you know, they're, they're both blue blooded and this and that. And then you brought up something on how they're doing it and, and the after effects. And I'm just like, we're both just like, dude, that ain't cool. You know what I mean? I, I get it. Like you said, they're bugs of the sea, but hey, so are lobsters and they're tasty and they're regulated. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's the thing is like the reason that lobsters are regulated so much is because there's a lot of money for the consumers to be made off of them. But for this, there's no regulation. These, these creatures are literally I mean, it, it says in this article that I was reading that they're more related to scorpions than they are crabs. And you think of like, oh, yeah, man, burn scorpions to death. Who gives a fuck? They're scary. They're weird. Get rid of them. But these things have like an incredibly beneficial thing in their blood. And uh, I've got two different stories here. That's going to be the one that we kind of finish off on because it's going to take a lot more time. But I wanted to touch on before we get into these weird crabs, dude. These uh, there's a really interesting situation going on. Are you familiar with the Israeli? I think I'm pronouncing this correctly. Palestine war going on right no. now. I, I no, I you're not. No, I, I only I, I thought it was just Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, well, you know that that's kind of like the old thing, the new thing. Is like, do you support Israel or Palestine? Oh, well, um, well what's in Palestine? Nothing, oh. nothing. Just a bunch of terrorists. Oh, okay. You know I mean, well, well, that's all it's what's there. in Israel? A bunch of terrorists. Oh, okay. Well, uh, not going to support but they, either. They're rich terrorists, and they're terrorists that support being gay and trans. Mm. So those terrorists are good. Okay. So, what's interesting about this is that. You know, you, you talk about like conservatives t- tend to support Israel, liberals tend to support like Hamas, Palestine, the whole like rights of the Palestinian people, right? Conservatives will tend to say that Palestine isn't even a real country, right? Now, what's interesting here, and I think that this will catch a lot of people off guard with, you know, if you're conservative, you tend to not like the trans agenda. But Israel is very much in support of the trans agenda. You know, you know who's not in support of the trans agenda is Palestine. And, it's like hardcore Islamic fundamentalists. They mm-hmm. are not in support of dudes cutting off their dicks and flipping them inside out like a hot dog that you flip around, make it you know cover it in ketchup. That's that's what a vagina of a trans man is. It's a fucking inside out hot dog. And ketchup, dude. That's what that is. Uh-huh. The family Guy has a great joke about this. It's disgusting. It, it, trans people are freaks. I will say that to my death. I don't care what happens to me. Uh, you know, if, if people like try and persecute me for saying that, transgenderism is a freak way of thinking. It mm-hmm. is not natural. There's nothing natural about it. But Israel supports it. Palestine does not. Ghost, I know you got something to say. When I was a kid, they used to make this toy, and it was out of rubber. It was filled with like a like a watery gel thing. But if you looked at it, like looking back at it now, 
you'd probably call it a a, a pocket pleasure for a man. Okay, because it's but, a water snake. Those things are called okay. Well, yeah, water snakes, but it's an inside out hot dog. Yeah, that's it. You can fuck them. It, they they literally. I think that whoever made the fleshlight saw that and they're like we can turn this into something i bet i bet you're right but yeah it, it, are you talking about the things that you can't hold them uh-huh yeah they slide out of your hands and stuff yeah yeah it's it's water snake i don't know I, I i don't get where we have to be so accepting of people mutilating their genitalia and pumping themselves full of drugs to help them normalize their thought patterns to make what they think that they're doing is right um, is completely different than being gay or lesbian. Okay. In my, my, my book, like I don't think being gay or being a lesbian is, is in the natural order of law because you don't see it in the, the animal kingdom. You only see it in humans. Okay. But I can tolerate that. Hey, if you love a man, you love a girl, and you're a girl, whatever, do you don't, don't push it down my throat. However, the trans Maoist agenda that is going on, it's constantly pushed in your face to the point where it's like, you better accept it or die. And it's not right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Um, these people don't have, I don't think the power to, to, to say, you know, accept it or die. But they're slowly gaining it, and that's what's kind of you know disturbing to an extent. Because mainstream um, media pushes it, so they make yeah it they seem, push it yeah. they push it. I mean, uh, you know, one of one of my favorite shows is American Horror Story, but the, it, it's it's gone from a what would be a twelve on a scale of ten to a to an eight because of how many trans and gay people they have in the show. It's like unnecessary amounts of gay people. Mm -hmm. And I've even seen gay people and interracial couples commenting on it saying like, Hey, as someone that comes from an interracial couple, um, they're not common. You know, uh, these marriages don't last. Typically. Um, a lot of marriages that do last are white people together. Um, and these people tend to love each other because they have like a fundamental connection something that is very, very basic, base, base, base level. Um, and that's not to mean, you know, I'm not sitting here saying like, yo, stick to your own. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're fucking English, white, only marry an English white person. But they're trying to force these things. If you're English white and you're a man and you're heterosexual, go out there and seek a black, uh, you know, whatever, uh, Haitian, whatever the fuck it is. It's just, it, it, it's not like if you're trying to actively go out and seek this, it doesn't necessarily work all the time. And I think that that's kind of just a, a, a I don't know, it's it's almost like they're fetishizing this idea of interracial couples. But then they say that we're fetishizing this by saying that it doesn't work typically. It's like a fantasy. So no matter which way you're going about it, you're wrong. Now, I want to read a little bit about this article here, and we can actually read through the entire thing. It's hilarious to me. This is from a trans-Israeli man that poses as a woman. This this thing's name, look at this guy. It's Aita Segev. Uh, and, and it looks, for those that list, that are just listening, it looks exactly like you would think. It, it You know, it doesn't look like an attractive girl. 
It looks like a skinny, emaciated guy that's trying to be a chick. Is it a mullet? Is it just short bangs? I'm not sure. But or it's just really, a gross haircut that this really dude huge has. ears. Really huge ears. I mean, she, I'm not sure. It could fly with them. It seems like it, it's trying to go for a Dumbo look. Yeah. But the website that this is based off of is them. Okay. So you know it's woke. But this this first story, and we're going to blow through this pretty quick because I want to spend some time on this next one here about these fucking crabs and the vaccine because I got a theory about the vaccine. Um, this, this vaccine, uh, you know, this is kind of related in a way just because of big pharma and the whole hormones that these tranny freaks need. Again, www.them.us. This is the website that this comes from. If you were to go and search uh, is Israel hormones trans, this will be the first article that comes up. And the title of it is Israel makes the hormones I need, but I support Palestinian liberation. And I love these kinds of conundrums when these people that would literally get their heads cut off in these areas are like, man, I want to support these groups, but I need my drugs right these are addicts these are sick 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 people uh i'll just go ahead and read jump in ghost anytime that you have a thought okay so it says i'm an israeli trans woman who desperately needs palestine to be free why why do you need palestine to be free that's my first question i need this because i refuse to accept that the massacre of peaceful protesters in gaza is something that my people keep doing i need this because I understand that trans liberation and Palestinian liberation are linked. How? How are they linked? They're not. It, it, it's yeah. just like gays for Palestine. It's like, really? Go over there. Go over there. Go over there and support Palestine. See what happens to you. Or any any other Muslim country. Right. Okay. Continuing on. Uh, about 10 months ago, I figured out that I wanted to start hormone replacement 10 months ago. So 10 months ago, and now she's a fucking expert. He's an expert. I don't know what this guy's gender is, but it seems like it's a he pretending to be a chick. So again, 10 months ago, I figured out that I wanted to start hormone replacement therapy and in that way, medically transition. There were many reasons for this decision doesn't list any but one of them they list one i guess um one of them was the realization that growing up israeli and trans in jerusalem while being expected to become a zionist man left an aftermath in my body i (laughs) i needed help to heal and sense that growing up a rounder more tender body would help me uh connect with the justice loving feminine child inside of me and that having such a body would help me grow from that soft place. Ooh, boy. I mean, this is getting scary. Oh. We're getting really into the freak waters right right away here. Uh, maybe, I'm just going to throw this out there. Maybe the Israeli government allows too much freedom, right? Maybe. 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 I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that too much freedom is a thing, although, you know. Maybe I am at the same time. There's going to be patriots out there who are like, man, let people do whatever they want, but if they want to cut their dick off, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, there's a real fucking fine line here. Yeah. There's a big 
aspect of hypocrisy within them. Always. In any um, movement that, 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 that comes about, there's always hypocrisy. Yeah. And it's just crazy that people don't see this. They, they turn a blind eye to this. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to get into the actual uh, pharmaceutical company here in just a second. But continuing with the article, I was already grounded in my anti-Zionist Israeli identity. And there is a link. I'll post this article. There's a link. If you don't know what anti-Zionist Israeli identity is, she or he or Zer or Zim or fucking Alpha, Beta, Zentar, whatever this fucking freak identifies as, I prefer, will identify this for you. I prefer retard. Yes. I, I mean, I, it's just wild. Again, continuing. After I moved to New York, I was thrilled to find how the boycott, divestment, and sanctions, BDS movement, allowed me to work in a nonviolent tangible way under the Palestinian leadership to end the Israeli occupation of Palestine. Yet I still secretly wished for a movement that would alleviate me from the difficulties of my past. Why was her past difficult? Because she was born Israeli and she didn't think that she should have born Israeli. And again, I'm not sure if this freak was born female or male. I'm just going with what they say in the article here. Well, they, they- Continuing on. Oh, go ahead. The, the, these young kids believe everything that they're told. And this, honestly, this takes me back uh, to a few days ago. I was in, in CVS, and there was a young young girl. She's probably early 20s. And I was overhearing, because I was by the pharmacy, I overheard a conversation. She's like, well, I don't understand. I got I, I got my, my flu shot or my, my Rona shot. I shouldn't get it. And the pharmacist said, no, you can still get it. It just helps you fight it a little bit better, I guess. Oh, I was told I couldn't get it. So these these same people that, that believe that are the same people that think, well, shit, I had a dream that I was a boy, and maybe I'm a boy because I kind of like boy things like football or baseball or, you know, matchbox cars, whatever, whatever the fucking case that a stereotypical boy likes. It's okay if you like that if you're a girl and still be a girl. You don't need to trans you don't need to lop any body part off. You don't need hormones to go through with this. But they're all brainwashed because they're told something, whether it's in school, a TV, and then you go on to a professor and peers, and they're no different than celebrities nowadays because everybody they surround them with are all yes men or women. Yes, yes, yes. No one ever tells them no. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the thing. And it's such an interesting concept. And I want to get back to this article right away. But, you know, conservatives really don't like the ideology of the Middle East. And liberals like the ideology of the Middle East. But conservatives also are really, they tend to be anti gay. Right. And, and to be honest, man, like I'm kind of anti gay. Like I don't think that it's, it's a sufficient business model, right? I don't think that it's it's a very good business model. If every one of us ghosts, if you and I were fucking each other, right, it wouldn't be a good way to continue the human race and everyone else out there. If every dude wanted to fuck every other dude and all these other things, uh, and obviously, you know, the gay population will say, well, no, that's not what we're, we're promoting, but they're also grooming a bunch of kids uh-huh. to stop giving birth. 
and they're st- they're, they they want to try and turn boys away from girls and girls away from boys and all these things. That is not a sufficient way to continue a fucking population. It's because animals, it's- which we're going to talk about later, breed like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, this is the goal of animals is to breed. Well, it fits so- right into the 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 glo- uh, global global warming uh, trend and, and and all that. It's depopulation of the the human race you know whether it's through a pokey poke or this trans maoist agenda where everybody hey i'm i'm transgender and i can't procreate well if you can't procreate it's no different than what a lot of people said back in the early 90s when it, it wasn't super popular to be a gay or a lesbian and you know all the conservatives would be like well, if, if it's so natural, put all the gay guys on one island, put all the lesbians on another, and see how, how many there are uh, 50 to 70 years from now. Uh, they'll all be dead because they can't procreate. Well, yeah, no kidding. They can't. So what what are we looking at? Depopulation. Yeah, it sure seems like. Um, getting back to the article here, uh, essentially, you know, at this point, this dude decides to start taking hormones and um, it continues here saying and so I waited until the Jewish New Year to go to my pharmacy and start the phase in my transition so this is like a big ritual thing right for this dude and I imagined that uh, the little ritual that I would and literally saying you know this isn't me saying this uh, I imagined that the little ritual that I would uh, do while taking that first teal covered pill uh new year new jew new me i mean it's wild it's a, it's a really interesting kind of concept here but when the pharmacy handed me the bottles with my medication i looked at the label that read quote produced by teva pharmaceuticals and my heart stopped oh my god i'm jewish i'm trying to be a fucking chick and my heart stopped because i saw it was made from teva Teva, a word meaning nature in Hebrew, is an Israeli-owned pharmaceutical company that I have vaguely heard about as a participant in the uh, economy of the occupation. This must be a mistake, I thought. Oh, it must Surely be. this is a mistake. Whoa. I mean, it can't be. No. It can't be that, that Israel, my people, my people, they're not fucking us, right? They're right. not trying to just depopulate. There's no way. It's the Palestinians doing it. Excuse me, I said when I went back to the pharmacist. This estrogen is produced by an Israeli company, and I'm not supporting, and I, and I am. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm a supporter of BDS. Could I please have a prescription from a different manufacturer? Now, the pharmacist replies, this is the only manufacturer that we carry. And they quickly said this, right? This is like, oh, yeah, no, we can't. We can't fucking give you anything else. I was in shock. How could this be? I texted all of my uh, medicalized trans sisters on my way home and uh, asked a simple question. And she asked, who makes your hormones? Many of them didn't know offhand, and it takes a great deal of struggle and an intense amount of questioning for many trans folks to get their hands on this life-saving medication. Life-saving medication, by the way. Changing your hormones? Is this life-saving? No. It's fucking your life up. 
if the fact that but you hey, have to Israel, te- yeah. shalom, shalom. Uh, anytime you have to ask, hey, where are your hormones per, uh, manufactured? Um, not a good sign because the last I checked, God gave me a body and my body produces the hormones that I need. And if you don't believe in a God, you're, you're a higher designer, whatever the case may be. But uh, the last I checked, if I'm a man, I'm producing testosterone. If I'm a woman, I'm producing estrogen. I don't need a pill to put in my body. Yeah. Now, now this is an interesting thing. I'm not going to read through the entire article here, but at that point, you get the idea of what's going on. And I would hope just the way that that, you know, you and I, we don't identify with our fucking government, man. Like our government does some horrible things. There's some great Jewish people out there that like I've talked with, like I, I DM with some really, really cool Jews. And I hope that they don't get offended by me calling them Jews. But, the you know, there's some cool Jews out there. And and like they don't really speak out about their government. Like there's this there's this almost like there's this this blind loyalty to Israel. And it's like, why don't you Jewish people or you Jews host anti Israel shit ever? I never see it. I post about it. Post I, like you're so quick to talk about like the anti like anti American government shit. Post bad shit about Israel. It's not a bad thing to do that. We can understand that the Jewish people are not the Israeli government. We can understand that. But these people are so scared to do that. And I would just implore them to fucking do that. Like, they have to do that. I I honestly don't think they can. Even even if they uproot and... If they live here, they should be able to. They should be. However... Right. However... Their ties and and them being watched, either by Mossad or or other, you know, Zionist Jews and and what have you, it, it it's it's more of a a dictatorship where you know kind of like how you can't speak ill of Kim Jong Un, you you'll die, you know. It, it's I, I think so it's then why are we th- supporting that as freedom of speech supporters right why are we supporting israel because i think they bury it and hide it to the point where most people don't don't honestly think that that's how their government actually is ran because you talk to any person from israel they're always 99.9 percent pro-israeli they're proud to be a jew they they just they just love israel and never say a bad thing why is that because they'll be persecuted in, in probably there's the a lot of ways. Israelis or, or you know f- people that, ha- that left Israel there's a lot of Jews that left Israel or there's a lot of Jews in general that speak out against what Israel is doing and what Israel represents as a country not as the 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 territory right but as the government the government and the territory are two different things correct and and when I say the government it may seem like a lot to us but that's I don't even think it's on the radar of like even a, a a full percent of the population speaking out against their government because most of the time they're going to be, they're going to be dealt with if that makes sense. Sure. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. They'll get one of these. Have you seen these bottle breachers? No. Is that's that a bottle opener. Oh dude, that's cool as hell. Is it a 50 cal? Cal, yeah. yeah, they they uh they're based here out of Tucson, man. They're not a sponsor of the show yet. 
but hopefully they will be. My cousin works there, so nice. not Brandon either. So, yeah, dude, super sick. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. We talked about how, uh, you know, essentially Teva, which, by the way, Teva Pharmaceuticals, the the creators of these, you know, horrible pharmaceuticals that every conservative should be against. Yet all these conservatives are like, oh, man, fuck Palestine. I'm in support of Israel because they're a democracy out there. Man, these dudes out there are making the drugs to convert men to women and women to men, which you as conservatives should not support. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we doing here? This is a a conundrum. This is a, this is a oxymoron for you guys. You, you can't really just blindly support. You gotta ask more questions. I say when two assholes are fighting, just don't support either side. And, and and last thing I'll say here, you look at the tiny area that is Palestine with the massive military might of the United States and Israel combined. They could take over that Gaza Strip overnight, overnight. This is not Ukraine versus Russia. This is the United States and Israel over a tiny land strip. This is to make you guys fight and argue. Uh And they put these things out there. This is all to make people argue. Who gives a fuck? I'm sorry that there's babies that live there. There are factually, there are children that live in that area. I'm sorry. We can't care. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Sorry. That's my opinion. And to add on to that, do you know how many other countries this type of stuff is going on that we're not even aware of because the mainstream media doesn't tell us and and tells us to virtual signal and and be uh, pick a side? It happens in every country. If you're so concerned about Israel and Palestine, why don't you spend a little time and look into the continent of Africa? Just saying. Hey, that's a blind spot for white people. Right. But if if you look into it, man, there's a lot of social justice that you could get behind. There is, but that's not as sexy. No. The Jews are sexy because they're a democracy in a very anti-democracy area, and they're doing all these nice things. And, you know, the Israeli uh, women in the military are super hot, as Sam Tripoli says, right? It's all super, super attractive. It's fun. It's sexy. I mean, it's it's all bullshit. Man. Right. You, you guys got to realize this area would be, I mean, it would be a 51st state if it was actually a problem. It really would. So it's just all about money, guys. That's all about money. Now, let's move on to... This interesting thing that I found here, um, someone sent this to me. I, I shouldn't say that I found it. Again, John, this guy um, that, that sent me some really interesting information about uh, horseshoe crabs. Now, what do you know about horseshoe crabs? I know anytime I've went to the beach in the past, uh, you usually find a, a decent amount of them washed up on, on the shore. They're dead. You know, and it was always cool. You know, a lot of people, uh, tourist attraction would take these dry them out put them up on the on the wall or whatever you know they're big they're they're kind of creepy looking but um yeah as far as just the average joe that that's basically all i ever knew growing up 
Okay, they're a horseshoe crab. They walk along the bottom. They're a bottom type of feeder. I don't even know what they really eat. Um, I'm assuming smaller fish or, or whatever. I don't know. You know, they're a crustacean to, 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 to a point. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, so, you know, obviously only the Patreon people are going to be able to see these, these images that we're talking about here. This is a bleeding facility for these crabs. Uh. It looks fucking terrifying to me. I don't know if you think this is weird. It's to me, it looks like sci-fi. Yeah. I was going to say it's very alien-esque. Alien-esque. Right. And basically, you know, for people that are just listening, it's just rows um, of, I mean, these things look like helmets Uh and there is a, a, essentially there's a tube that is stuck, a bleeding tube that's stuck into these things, hearts and they bleed these crabs for eight minutes at a time. It drains them of 50% of their blood. And they've been doing this since the 1960s uh, on record. Um, I don't know you know, what it means. If these are all just one, I can't imagine that this is one thing because you know this, this first one up front looks much lower than the second, third, and fourth. It's got to be a couple crabs that get their shit drained but it's a sky blue really you know interesting blue color of blood right it doesn't look it's got a little bit of foam on top um it doesn't look like any kind of blood that you've ever seen from anything now there are a few creatures that have blue blood and these crabs these horseshoe crabs are one of them um it's fucking weird dude it's very very weird and when i was looking into it I found some really wild things. Now, like I said, in the 1960s, they started doing this and they, they detected, or, or they, I, I should say that they found that these different types of this blue blood shit that's going on in these crabs, these, the, the blood was able to detect and find like clots and, and, and it would actually, you know, kind of coagulate when it would meet up with bacterial toxins in blood or in any kind of different atmospheres. So if you see, if you, if you introduce this, this blue blood shed to any kind of toxin or any kind of like weird, dangerous stuff that would be introduced potentially to human blood, it would clot. Okay. So that's right away when I heard that it would clot I'm thinking, okay, how is this used? Because the medical industry is using these crabs' blood in vaccines, in drugs, in medical instruments, in all these different things. There's actually a company that does 50% of this, and they're under antitrust lawsuits right now um, because they're they're not fucking practicing things correctly. They're doing really, really fucked up things. So with that said... I'm going to continue going on with what I have here. There was a synthetic version of this blood. So anytime that you take an organic material, nine times out of 10, maybe more than that, they can actually like reconstruct this and they can make a synthetic version. Same way that you have like organic oil that comes out of the ground, right? There's synthetic oil that you can put in your car. That's that it performs the same way, sometimes even better for certain vehicles, right? It's not a secret. I think a lot of people know right. that. 
But since this synthetic version was found, and 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 it's actually you know allowed in the European Union, um, the the synthetic version of this blood, which is supposedly so beneficial to humans, right? Seven hundred thousand of these crabs on record are drained in 2021 alone and then every year since then it's doubled hmm. now 700,000 may not seem like a lot we're, again we're talking about something that seems like bugs here but these things actually might have some like profound healing effect on the human race and yeah. they're just killing these things in mass 80 million tests are performed each year using these crabs blood when i mean there's no real reason for any of these things to be tested ever until something really catastrophic happens now the pandemic actually made a a, a fake kind of platform for these things because it started really becoming well known that these things had a profound effect the blood of these these horseshoe crabs had a profound effect on um, you know, just human health in general. Like it, it's just a really, really interesting concept. And 80 million tests each year have just been thrown out there. Think of it as like the PCR test almost. Right. Where it's just frivolously thrown out there. Right? Now weird concept, man. In any of uh if I'm not mistaken, I, I want to say their blood has been used in uh cancer treatment or cancer research or 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 um, not ma- ma- yeah, research, not not you know, cancer awareness, but but research. Well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but it's just the amount of blood that is siphoned uh-huh. from these things. Again, eight eight minutes at a time, they throw these things in rows and rows and rows in factories. And what's interesting is that they don't give much information about how these uh like those those pictures that you saw from 2014 right mm-hmm. so this is a little while ago now and as we know you know technology exponentially changes and the amount of blood that is probably being siphoned from these things is wild and again you know i'm going to post some pictures I'll, I'll share some pictures on you know whether it's patreon or instagram or whatever I'll share them. It doesn't like it just for me, it doesn't feel right. It feels weird. And when you see just the, the way that it's done and the, the practices. And again, I have a theory that I'm going to share at the end of the episode of what I think is going on here, dude, it's fucking dark, man. It's really, really scary. And, and with this in particular, this, this, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like this, this genre of business, this, this industry here, right? There's increased power within these groups that are doing this. There's about five companies. Well, there's five companies that are doing it. Essentially five companies. They're all along the East coast. There's some throughout the world, but five big players. And one that I'm going to mention later that is doing 50% of them. It's just like Pfizer or Moderna or any of these other companies where, you know, you get like, two or three big players, massive players. And then you get like maybe 10, 20 mid-level players and then hundreds of low-level players. And they're just trying to get a piece of the pie. But there's this one one company that's very, very creepy. And again, they're affiliated right now as we're speaking. They're tied up 
in a fucking antitrust lawsuit. Can I so, take a guess where they're where they're based out of? And and you don't have to say yes or no right now. You can reveal it later. I'm going to say it's it's in more of a New England uh, coastline. No, it's not. But there is a lot of shit that's going on in Cape Cod, and they've actually so it's in South Carolina. Oh, that shit. they're based out of. All right, but I didn't expect that. But well, no, you're not wrong because. Even though they're based out of South Carolina, regulations have kind of ramped up a little bit and the focus has shifted there. And I think this is kind of an artificial focus because NPR is the source of this information and NPR is very liberal. They don't give a fuck about what's really going on. My thing with this, this whole weird crab bullshit, this crab blood that's in these vaccines, it's provable that this shit's in vaccines. And you can find this yourself. I'll actually share links. It's terrifying. So what I found, based off of what what I fucking researched here, and I'll share notes and maybe I'll do like a bonus episode or some shit. But if you put these pieces together the way that I did in my head, this these horseshoe crab blood clotting, anti-blood clot shit that they have in their blood, is very very interesting man i i typed in i google different type of bacterial infections because that is what um the the blue blood in these crabs does it, it kind of coagulates when it sees uh when it encounters different types and i'm just trying to copy paste at the same time when it uh when this blue blood comes in contact with with any kind of bacterial infection in human blood it will coagulate, it'll clot. And that is very interesting, right? Because we've started hearing about these different types of blood clots mm-hmm. and all these different things, right? When we talk about, oh man, this guy had a heart attack. Damar Hamlin. Shape of- Damar Hamlin. Okay. Demar- I mean, all kinds of different people, yeah. dude. All kinds of different people. So look, this, when I typed in on my um search bar in my in my you know bullshit google funded shit i found all these different types of bacterial infections bacterial blood infections this is what the entire purpose of these weird fucking crabs blood is meant to do it's meant to coagulate when it comes in contact with these different types of bacterial toxins. See this up here? Bacterial toxins. And this is from the NIH. NIH. You see it right here. This is from their site. Now, going back, can you see this table? Can you see organism, toxic name, toxin type? Mm-hmm. Clinical significance. Okay. So there's all these different types, right? There's 17 different types, it seems like, uh, from what I counted. Now, you've got organism, you've got toxin name, you've got toxin type, you've got clinical significance, and you've got routinely detected for definitive diagnosis. That that last column right there, it's either a yes or no. Is it easy to detect? Can you absolutely define what it is? Yes or no. Clinical significance, it talks about like, like symptoms, diarrhea, um, all these different things, uh, muscle spasms. Um, respiratory infection for certain ones all these different things right toxin type it's the name it's a different type of name it's it's the different types of um, 
ways that it attacks your body. T-cells are a big one. T-cell activators and all these things. T-cells were big with COVID, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you also have toxin name. That's your typical name that you find. And then you have the organism, which is a a, uh, Latin name, right? So I was looking through all these, and I'm like, uh, and I didn't search all of them. But I looked through them and I'm skimming. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? What do we see, man? We see a lot of T cells. We see all these other things. And I came across this one, shigatoxin, which is an RNA glycosidase fucking based thing. And I'm like, what is this? It's It's easily detectable. You can find this in shit. Well, it's dysentery. Now, it's dysentery, right. I found that. I saw that. I was like, okay, dysentery, yeah, it's whatever. But my thing was the RNA because the COVID vaccines are RNA-based. Mm. This is the only one, dude. Look at these. T-cell activator, T-cell activator, inflammation, T-cell activator. There's a lot of T-cell activators. This is the only one that is RNA glycosidase. And I'll, I'll skim up just so you can see yourself. There's not a single RNA-based no. toxin type out of all of these. That's the only one, okay? So I searched shigatoxin on, you know, my my bullshit uh, search bar here. And when I searched shigatoxin, I will pull up the link that I found here. And I actually double-checked this just to make sure that it wasn't just a, a you know, simple... You know, anytime that you type this in, I searched shigatoxin in horseshoe crab blood. I searched this, and this is what I came up with, and I will share this with you. I'm going to have to mm. exit, come back in. See, I was, this, when I heard about so. the horseshoe crab and, and, and their blood a few years ago, they spun it in a way that it was very helpful course and there was even some podcasts that were like on board with it yeah man i mean this seems to be something that is making people's blood clot because when i type that in it takes you to the national history museum it takes you you know you got a picture of a dead fucking horseshoe crab on the beach Mm -hmm. and then it says horseshoe crab blood the miracle vaccine ingredient that saved millions of lives and this was made in December of 2020. Uh, it was updated in January of 2021. During COVID 2020, the COVID 19 pandemic vaccines were created in record time. And it essentially, if you read through this article, it, it basically accredits this fucking creature's blood to making these vaccines in record time. Now, again, the first thing that we learned, the first thing that we read, was that this creature's blood coagulates, it clots, in their words, it clots when it meets a toxin on any kind of surface, a microbial toxin. And we have all kinds of different microbial toxins in our blood, at least 17. And there is one specific one that is RNA-based, that Shiga toxin is RNA-based, and I feel like there's something there. When I was talking about the brucellosis, the brucella shit, there is something to that. All different diseases and ailments fucking stem through one thing. This seems to be something, man. 
this weird blood, these weird creatures that these people are doing behind the scenes, this isn't something that is commonly known. But these fucking creatures have something behind them, man. And, uh, you know, there's these different companies that have um, have some shady shit behind them. Um, I'll actually... The, Charles River is the main one. Did you have any thoughts so far? I do, but I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I see where you're coming from. And I see kind of where they're coming from. But what I don't agree with is the the Rona nineteen vaccines were produced in record time because we already know that they were produced years and years in advance, way before. Right, but these also these crabs, not to cut you off, but these crabs have been being sourced since the sixties. Uh, true, true. Okay, fair enough. Good point. But they're coming to light the same time that the vaccine is being made to be the savior of humanity. Hmm. Okay, now I see where you're going. So, yeah. When you take an alien life form from the sea, now, granted, we do this a lot uh, with anti-venoms, with snakes, you know, scorpions. They they use their blood or their poison to, you know, get an anti-venom as well. There are certain scorpions that their blood is blue, just like the horseshoe crab. And uh, I... If I'm not mistaken, they try to use extract their blood as well in similar manners uh, to do uh, vaccines and what have you. This horseshoe crab blood that coagulates as soon as it meets a bacteria or like and or a foreign entity in our blood because our blood's red, full of oxygen, and theirs is not full of oxygen. Ours um, is iron based. There's is copper based. Copper based, almost like Rh negative. But Rh negative is not really. I mean, dude, like the the Rh negative thing, I think, is a big conspiracy because there's only like a hundred people that have confirmed Rh negative blood. Right. If if government spent more time exploring our seas, I think you're going to find a lot more connections with aliens that that oh, people yeah. see. You know, like. I mean, look at the octopus or, or a squid or something like that. Or the horseshoe crab. Jellyfish. Jellyfish, Jellyfish. Yes. I was super stoned one time 10 years ago. And I told my girlfriend at the time, I guarantee you that there is a cure to cancer in those things. And then like research started coming out five fucking years later. There, there might be cures in, inside yeah. a jellyfish for cancer. You know, these things are fucking weird, man. That's another world down there. It's another it realm. But it also backs up natural healing because anything that we we i mean we're we have the ability to to naturally heal ourselves even even with the power of our mind to an extent but if if you go in your backyard and 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 what have you there, there's stuff there that you could make something to to get you through a flu or a cold or or whatever cancer was like never heard of until rockefeller medicine okay and right. now, if you look at these creatures that live in the sea, you know, they've been there for, quote unquote, millions and millions of years, because we honestly don't know. We just have to take scientific, you know, whatever. And they're curing certain things, like you said, with jellyfish, cure for cancer. Dude, it's been known, and nobody ever talks about it. 
there's been a cure for cancer. And it was even actually brought up and publicized right around the, about 10 years ago, 10, maybe, maybe a little longer. And it, it never, it never went anywhere. And it's like, come on, we, we have cures for all this shit. Where are you getting it? Oh, well, we sorry. We do, but we can't patent it because it comes from something in the sea and we can't find a way to synthesize it and make, make money because we can't patent it. Mm. Mm. So why holistic medicine is so frowned upon. They can't patent it unless they can synthesize it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't patent anything from nature. Right. That's the whole thing. Right. Um, let me wrap up here just by talking about this, this main company that, that, you know, shares the information and, uh, you know, they're the ones that are basically behind 50% of the share of the harvesting of these creatures. And I wanted to go into like, deep deep detail here but you know obviously you know we we spent a lot of time on the uh, tranny israelis but um who you know this is an interesting concept here in this company this charles river laboratories charles rivers laboratories international incorporated um and they supply like i said half the resource that has south carolina's regulars just bending over backwards dude these guys in south carolina the regulators the lawmakers are just sucking the dick of Charles River Laboratories. And you can look this company up. They're publicly traded, if I'm not mistaken. And they're actually allowed to harvest during mating season, which no other state allows them to do. This is why they're based out of South Carolina. We talked about this earlier. They have since relocated to other areas in the Cape, in the area up there in New England, uh, all along the East Coast, the whole Atlantic Ocean or whatever the fuck that is, they're they're really dabbling in there. And basically, they they have just a free money-making apparatus out of that entire area. They're, they're paying... If you and I had a boat, Ghost, and we just went out there and we're like, hey, we'll fucking catch a bunch of these fucking crabs and just pile them into a boat. Well, you and I could throw uh, i mean put these things in 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 horrible circumstances pile them on top of each other and again they're bugs i don't necessarily care about the well-being of these creatures i really don't but i would rather have the well-being of these creatures at a higher level than the profits of the pfizers of the world the charles river laboratories of the world i would rather these animals get to live their own lives and do their own things and live like bugs than have these companies profit ungodly amounts of money. I mean, we're talking billions and billions of dollars of profit here. I say, fuck that. Let these fucking bugs swim around in the water instead of doing that, right? Anything but that. Now, I don't know where you stand on that if you think that, oh, well, yeah, maybe it'll help one person for a, a billion bugs, right? But at that point, one person's getting help for a billion bugs maybe these fucking companies aren't running their fucking businesses right maybe they're doing something wrong well ryan right ryan if it just saves one child's life you have to take the guns out of everybody's arms sure right <laughs> i mean that's the thing right i mean if you can justify it any way that you want right and that's the thing one person's life sure one person's life is worth a, a fucking hundred thousand deer. 
or whatever. Right. 100,000 guns, 100,000 whatever. But is it really that? Is there no political influence behind that number? No, that's all that's it what's is. That's really interesting. That's all it is. You know, it, we, we saw it with the, the lockdowns. Every, and even even today, I think they still do it. Uh, Anderson Cooper, brought to you by Pfizer. Uh, brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by It's like, really? Like, us in New Zealand are the only countries allowed to run medical ads or pharmaceutical ads. Yeah, New Zealand, us, yeah. So, yeah. When when you try to talk to people, even even like you, you know, a couple of years ago, you had a, a conversation with your your cousin who's was a nurse or whatever, and you she was crying. I might have been last Christmas. Um, Two Christmases ago, yeah, three Christmases maybe. So they they buy into this, they believe it. it you know, it's it's their whole life because you know this is the the job i set out to do i went to college to learn how to do this and yada 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 yeah big money big money to be made in the medical industry big money to be made in in pharmaceuticals and at all this that's all it's about at the end of the day money money they don't care money. about healing anybody at all just put a band-aid on it <laughs> if they keep coming back you're gonna get more money just like the trans issue that we we were talking earlier about once they transition, they're a lifelong customer. You know, that boy that, that lopped everything off and has an inside-out hot dog has to constantly <sighs> open himself up and keep himself uh, open down there, so to speak, and has to be on these drugs for the rest of his, his life. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. The sickest part to me is the people that that make you know six figures, uh, high five figures, even low five figures, and they're just fucking sold hook, line, and sinker into supporting that system. And it's like I get, like, dude, I get the like as crazy as it sounds, I get the Obamas of the world that are making fucking money hand over fist. Like, I get it. It's like, dude, a lot of people would get in that position. I'm not even saying I wouldn't. Like, a lot of a lot of these crazy psychopaths out there that are in, like, positions like us, they're like, dude, I wouldn't sell out for $100 million. Yeah, you would. Yeah. And you'd probably do it for a lot less. So, like, I get where those people are coming from. The McCain's, the Trump's, the mm-hmm. the, the Obama's, the, the fucking Biden's. All these people, I get where they're coming from, but the people making a hundred thousand dollars a year to sell out their neighbors and their fucking random like the other people, fifty thousand dollars a year, sixty. I mean, fifty thousand dollars a year is low level money. Yeah, like it used I to be high level, fifty thousand dollars a year, and that is low level money. And people sell out their beliefs. For fifty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars, you know, what are we talking about here? What are we doing? If if and and then those people will be the ones that are the loudest, and they'll talk about, man, you should stick to your beliefs. Fuck you! You guys are lying so much about what you're doing, and and you're you're like I said, you're selling at your neighbors. You're putting your fucking fellow man down the fucking creek to fucking rot, man. Well, it goes it goes uh, back to what you were talking about in the beginning. You know, people saying, 
I'll never make money off my podcast. Well, now they yeah. are. You know what I mean? They, they, they're they're yeah, in, in, in a roundabout way, they're selling out. And it's like we weren't trying to sell out. We were just like, hey, I'm doing this. I come home. I work a 40-hour work week or plus, you know, depending on, on, on the season. I come home, you know, just like you, 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 you do research. That takes up your time. You know, I book guests. It takes up my time. You, you sit down and record. It's time, time, time. Time is fucking money. Time, time is money because when I'm doing this, it's taken away from other things that I could be doing and I don't give a whole, you know, as much attention, you know, it has to be a quicker attention, you know, okay, I did this. Uh, now let me go play with the dogs for a little bit, even though I could have been playing with them for the hour and a half that I was recording, but now they only get 15 minutes of playtime with me on the floor and, and, and goofing around, you know, so it's sacrifice. So yeah, compensate me. It's okay, but I'm not selling my soul out to the devil to big pharma or anything like that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe well, that's the thing though, maybe, is that like you, you say that and, and before I, I get into this, I just wanted to mention just to wrap up the, the episode with the content wise, you know, this Charles rivers laboratories thing. Um, they're under a ton of scrutiny currently. And, and they're the ones that are behind this, this uh, potential, you know, wild, wild story of this blood, potentially being the thing that is coagulating your blood when you take the vaccine, right? Like all this this crazy shit that we hear, these fucking Morgellons and all these different things. It could possibly be the goddamn horseshoe crabs. And that doesn't mean that they need to get fucking nuked. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that these fucking animals' blood might be something very special that could be very powerful. And maybe we need to pay attention to that. But this whole thing has been treated like a CIA black operation it's it's in the dark people try and get in there and take pictures and try and learn more about the process of harvesting the blood it hasn't really been come like you know made um any kind of updates since 2014 and this charles rivers company they're under some serious scrutiny about using dogs in some of their projects in inhumane fashion and they're also uh under some scrutiny for using uh, primates and and doing some horrible things to like monkeys again dogs i don't give a fuck about monkeys fuck a monkey but a dog a dog you can't be you can't be doing some fucked up shit to dogs companies doing some nasty shit with dogs and and uh you know pretty pretty gruesome shit have you ever fucked and, a monkey huh have you ever fucked a monkey it's an experience you'll never forget well I mean, I don't know if we're talking about a racial thing here. No, I'm, I'm talking about like a chimpanzee or orangutan. No. Yeah, they'll beat the shit out of you. Sure, I'm sure they would. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's 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 just it's gross. I mean, it's just the the way that this company operates is horrible. Um, uh, I'm going back to Teva too. You know, they're in a in an antitrust lawsuit. Both these companies are are operating horribly man like i don't understand how these things are allowed to go on i'm not a tree hugger like people that know me like i don't give a fuck burn down the fucking amazon i don't give a shit there's a lot of fucking poisonous creatures in there it's fucking whack you could probably put some beautiful apartments in the amazon i don't give a fuck about the amazon or any of these fucking different areas 
but we can't abuse these animals, man. It is, it is fucked up. And now, again, I don't give a shit if these bugs, these fucking uh, horseshoe crabs, I don't care if they're abused particularly, but, man, what are we doing? What are we doing? At, at what cost are we doing these things? Because there's birds that feed off these things. It's a ripple effect when you when you remove these things. I'm not sitting here and saying, oh, God, the humanity of for these fucking bugs. I don't give a shit. But there is a serious consequence to these things, man. There's a there's a particular bird, a red knot, it's called. That's uh, 90% of the population has decreased over 40 years because of this fucking excess draining of these things, of these fucking crabs. And who are we as parasites on this earth to fucking A demolish a fucking prehistoric creature right and these fucking bugs again it's a bug who gives a fuck but that's one thing and then next you're 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 feeding this ripple effect these birds that are going to get fucking fucked over from that and then whatever feeds up these birds and then us at a certain point it's us you know what i mean like at a certain point we have to realize like holy shit we should probably not overfish and overmine and, you know, the whole idea about, like, growing these these GMO crops where there's, you know, there doesn't need to be 17 different, 20 different types of fucking tomatoes in our grocery stores. You know what I mean? We can deal with, like, maybe we, we, maybe we, we don't need to have Brussels sprouts this time of year in Arizona and shit like that. We can deal without these things if we want to be lazy and all this shit man it's just like we're gonna we're gonna have to pay the fucking piper at a certain point and i think it's a problem man i think it's going to come to fruition and it could be very fucking soon it could be in our lifetimes man and i just think it's a problem but maybe that's me just being like oh let's uh let's fucking take care of the earth but at a certain point there is a there is a point to uh fucking chill out a little bit i agree to a point but I'm also the type of burn, burn it all fucking down, you know, some days, you know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. But I, yeah, people suck, man. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Am I, am I one to say that like, you know, two or three generations from now, these kids should be alive. Probably not. You know what I mean? Like think about the, the kids that are alive today being born. How shitty are they going to be? I mean, like you, you look at TikTok, you look at Instagram and the shit that they post on there. It's like, Man, yeah, maybe we shouldn't be around in ten years. But at the same time, they've they've said that know, I, through through all of humanity, no matter what technology was coming about. They said it with my generation. Oh my God, you guys are going to grow up and 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 be our leaders and this and that. Now here, look, Gen X is out here being like uh, the fucking beacon of of fucking truth and hope for, for for everybody almost. You know. No, dude. At the same time, look at what the the great generation was saying about your generation. It got worse, and then look what your generation was saying about like my sister's generation because you're older. Like you and I are close to the same age, right? But then look where it's going. I mean, right. it, it is going downhill. Oh yeah, it's not, by design. It's not getting better. No, no, and it just. I think it ramped up after Gen X. Uh, I think before then they were they were trying to like throw any noodle at the wall just to see if it stuck. And then after us, they started, oh, shit. Why are we messing with the adults? It's the kids we need to start messing with. And now we're in the problem that we are. Because 
you can easily influence a child's mind into saying, hey, oh, you like throwing baseball with your brother? Well, maybe you should be a boy. Maybe right. maybe, maybe you should transition because that's a, that's a boy thing. I think you're a boy. You're a boy, you little dyke. Yeah. They say shit like that. I've heard it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, man. It's weird, dude. We're in a weird position. I mean, things are going to get wild, but... I don't know. At the same time, like like you said, I I, I welcome the chaos, but um, I don't know, man. That 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 shit with the crabs tripped me out. It's it weird. really did freak me out a little bit. It was weird. Um, like a scene know. out I'll of aliens. The links, like I said, it's like a scene out of aliens. You know what I mean? Like you're take literally taking alien blood, putting it in in inside of you, and expecting a good result. Yeah. Last I checked, uh. The only blood I should be putting into me is maybe from another human. It's it kind of goes back to how you were talking about the brucellosis. Like, why are we drinking cow's milk and not human milk? Like, yeah, we only drink human milk uh, for you know when we're on our mom's boob when when we're first born. After that, you know, I, I get okay. They well, it's a good for, source of vitamin D and and calcium. Uh, I can get vitamin D. If I stand out in the sun all day, get a really good dose of that. I I I, I don't know. It's it, it's all the whole corporate. You know, hey, we gotta we gotta make money. At the end of the day, it's all about let's make money. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible, man. It is horrible. Uh, yeah, the pictures are wild. I'll share them with you guys. Um, absolutely scary shit. I mean, just fucking terrifying. But I don't know if you got anything uh, to say before you leave. Um, anything at all? Well, if if you want to follow me, just just uh, go to ghostgoestovietnam.com. Ghostgoestovietnam.com. That sounds hot. Oh, it is. Oh, <laughs> you should see when I was down in Da Nang. Uh, that, that's a little <laughs> north of uh, Putang, but it. It it was still fun. Well, I'll end us off on hopefully a clip that'll play, and it should, because we're on fucking Instagram, right? Can you hear this? I'm drinking as well. Miller Lite, everybody. No, nothing. Yes. No more. You can hear it. Yes, I was just fucking. Okay. With you. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna fucking throw this. I was gonna go office space on this fucking laptop. All right. So check Sorry. this out, dude. All right. This is a nice, funny clip just to end after a serious episode. I love this guy, Sam Talon. Here we go. I'm drinking as well. Miller Lite, everybody. Yes. No more Bud Light for me. After what they did? After what they did to us, the valuable consumers? God, I get so distracted whenever I think about Bud Light. When I think of that trans woman... I get so hard. A lady with a dick? Finally, a gal you can trust. Finally, a woman who gets it. She understands the struggle of hanging one. These trans women got the peak of sexy science behind them. No one's hornier than scientists. 
And now they got real girl dolls they can decorate with huge dumpers. Just humongo asses and juicy tits. If you can't get hard for trans women, you are gay. That is on you. You are a homosexual. Yeah, he's great. Sam Talent. He, he he makes a great point because it's like, hey, they're not going to argue with you like like a normal woman would. You know what I mean? They're like, well, yeah. uh, I'm designed like a man, so I'm gonna I'm gonna think logically. <laughs> Finally, a woman that gets it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Uh, yeah, man, fun episode. You know, kind of impromptu, but I appreciate you uh, hopping on here. And, Absolutely. Uh, shit, happy New Year to everybody. You know, we're doing back to back episode releases here on dwp and uh i don't know if you're releasing back-to-back episodes you're welcome to obviously release both these but yeah man hopefully everyone out there listening just has a good new year uh happy prosperous 2024 and uh i don't know what else man that's it for me well to all the amish people out there uh this coming spring happy rumspringer and uh, i hope you find yeah. uh, the direction that you want to go I wouldn't mind fucking a 18-year-old Amish bitch. Just set her straight, you know what I mean? She got a shower first. Uh, they don't bit. They don't have showers. They they Well, when they do Rumspringer, they do. Uh, no. Uh, oh, maybe, but uh usually uh, Of course they do. Yeah, they probably go to a They're drinking. Yeah. Do you think that they're drinking alcohol but they're not showering for some reason? Come on. Yeah, they're Yeah, they're probably going to an English uh place and going to get a shower. However, too 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 much. Yeah, uh, you gotta set one set one or two straight. You know what I mean. Yeah, but too much facial hair downstairs, and it's just weird. I know you like a hairy pussy. You grew up in the seventies. You like a hairy puss. That's the thing for you. That's the thing for people like you. With that being said, though, guys, we'll end this. And thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Go fucking Amish check on Rumspringa. Ghost, thank you so much, man. Take care, everybody. Happy New Year.